Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. It's not just any Business Problem Solved episode this week. I can't believe it. I've made it to 50. We've made it to 50 episodes together. Um, And that means I'm going to do something a little bit different. If you go to the link bit.ly forward slash BPSP50, that's bit.ly forward slash BPSP50, so that stands for Business Problem Solved Podcast 50, then there's going to be a video there of me talking through some of the stuff that we've gone through over the last 50 um, episodes in a little bit more detail. So there's a video there um, of me doing some of that stuff. So what I want you to do on this 50th episode, as well as give you that video, is just really do a little bit of a recap. I can't believe we've made it to 50. Um, And we try to tackle um, both personal development and improvement and business um, and team development and improvement. We started off all them months ago talking about my five Ds. So desire, discover, dedication, deliberate action and delivery. The five Ds that when I've dissected successful change initiatives, it's come down to these five things. So understanding why is it important? Understanding where are you now? And then what's required um, to keep you going? And then understanding the vital few activities to do now. And then how do you know when you've got to where you want to get to? And what do you do next? So that was the five Ds. We also touched on the three lessons, the three life lessons that I got from uh, from Chris, my best mate. And I think these were so important in, in really kicking me up the ass and getting me moving on this journey with the podcast. So the three life lessons that went, he reflected upon himself when he um, had been given a time scale on his life before he died, before he passed away, um, of lesson number one, always be yourself. And we see now about always being auth- people being authentic and recommending authenticity. Lesson number two, making good friends. And a key enabler to making good friends is creating a high trust environment. And then lesson number three is time is limited, which basically means act now. Create the new habits, the new behaviours, and act now if it is something that you want to do. So that's how we kicked off the whole podcast with the five Ds and those three lessons. And then we've made it to 50 episodes, and I've got exciting plans for many, many more episodes. We've also started to talk into people. We've been having a few chats with some amazing amazing people that help you um, and help me with um, personal development and also business development and and improvements. So if we just talk about some of those things, let's just let's just look at the personal development thing now. Remember when we spoke to James Dodkins? James Dodkins, he said, you shouldn't try to be the best in the world at what you do. You should try to be the only person or the only team or the only business. And what you do, really be authentic. There's only one you. 
stand out from the crowd and be the best you you can be. So that, that links with a whole host of things, a whole host of things. And that was his compelling need to become and set up um, Rockstar CX. Do you remember the podcast where I asked you, how happy are you? Because ultimately this all comes down to what makes you happy? What makes you happy? Since that episode, I've done and delivered a number of, uh, of courses where at the start of the course, I'll ask you to consider in the last month, how happy have you been whilst you've been awake? And then, I, I, so if you had 100% of your time in the last month uh, and you separated it out into happy, okay, and sad and disappointed, what percentage of your time would you allocate against each of, each of those things? So based on all of the work that I've done so far, I think it does this this does fall foul of the Facebook effect. So you know those people who who outwardly express they're a lot happier than themselves. When I'm in a group environment, I find that the figures are more inflated than um, than when I'm on a on a one to one basis. So typically, I'll I'll see fifty to sixty percent of people saying they're all right and okay in the middle. Around 35% of people will say that they're happy. And around 10 to 15% of people will say they're sad and disappointed. Irrelevant of the scores. When I ask people what percentage of the time would they like to be happy, it's always, always between 80 and 100%. So irrelevant of the scores. Everybody wants to be twice as happy as they are now. But in reality... They're doing very little to improve that. They're doing very little to make themselves happier. You might think back to the Michael Finnegan podcast where, he's, where, I, where I asked him, he's the, he's the smiliest person that I've met. And I asked him, I said, has he ever had a bad day? And he replied with, no, I've never had a bad day. Yes, I've had bad minutes. Yes, I've had bad hours, but never a bad day. How long and how much do we allow those bad days that we call them to affect what we do and to really skew the figures and in how happy we are. Michael also spoke about self-talk and that little voice in your head. And, and it's that that drives, so your thinking and your conditioning that drive your behaviours. You have a choice to make. You have a choice of whether you're pissed off at something, whether you're happy at something, sad at something, disappointed at something, whether when somebody cuts you up in a car, how you react to that? Do you flick them the Vs and accelerate or not? You have a choice to make on how happy you are. So your thinking drives your behaviour. And then if you think about business improvement, some great conversations with a number of um, experts in the field. So Damien Hughes, Damien Hughes, and when he was talking about, uh, so he's the author of The Barcelona Way and Creating a Culture and Learning from Pep Guardiola and what they did at Barcelona. And he said about identifying the cultural architects. He said the definition of a culture is what people do when nobody is looking. Those are the, if you can understand that, then that goes somewhere to painting the picture of the culture that you've got now. In a few episodes as well, we've spoke about if you're a leader, you are to blame for the environment that you've created, whether you like the environment or you don't like the environment. The environment 
is a direct result of your leadership style. If you've been in the position for a number of years or just a couple of years, you've had an opportunity to shape that culture, that environment of that team or that business. So if you don't like it, you need to recognise that you need to change first. The um, interview with Michael Baller, the uh, lean legend, as I, as I called him, there was one sentence that, uh, that started off his lean journey, his improvement journey. Um, and that was when he was working in, uh, he went to observe his uh, father who was working at Renault. They were working with some uh, Toyota consultants. And he said, he said, you make products by making people. He's then spent 25 years of his life studying that sentence, making products by making people. And if you think about that sentence, a lot of the stuff that we do is all about making the product quicker, easier, better. But what do we do about making people? What do we do about developing an environment of high trust, creating an engaging workplace? Do you need to take and tackle that sentence as a whole? Make products by making people. It's not one without the other. It's both of them together to truly make an effective um, uh, environment. We also spoke about finding problems is more important than solving problems. So if you're not actively finding and people are not actively finding problems on a daily basis, then you can't have enough problems to solve. So don't necessarily measure your success on the number of problems you solve. Measure it on the number of problems you find first. People typically, will, when you ask them about problems, they'll talk about communication. They'll talk about engagement. They'll talk about big macro type problems. But people need to be empowered to fix the problems that, with the, that are within the, the gift, within the sphere of influence, in, the, in whatever layer of an organisation they are. So I always challenge and tackle and challenge people to understand, are they finding enough problems? Before I ask them, are they solving enough problems? And then also midway through the 50 episodes, I mentioned to you about the uh, the new business that, that uh, created with Business Partner. And we have our, our values of, uh, of fact. So fun, authentic, trust, and caring. And hopefully... All those four values have, have come out through each of the different episodes that we've spoke about. And I guess there's one thing that's underpinned this podcast for me, the reason why I've done this podcast, Chris's story, those five Ds. And it also um, came out in, um, in the podcast um, of what's the difference between good and great, and that is emotion. Christina Lennon. When um, the, uh, the world's best hypnotist, when I spoke to her and she said about when you're defining your goals that you're looking to try to set or, or try, to, try to achieve, you need to have an emotional attachment to this. So record yourself talking about those goals over a piece of emotional me uh, music that, has, that you have an attachment to. If you have an emotional attachment to the goals, you're far more likely to achieve them. If... You want to engage your people in successful change, then you need to work and understand what it is that's gonna, what's in it for them. How can you get them to be emotionally attached to the direction 
that you're heading in, the buy-in to to help you achieve your business goals, your team goals, or even if you're an indiv- as an individual, your individual goals. You need an emotional attachment to help you get to where you want to get to. So the um, web address for the video where I'll talk about some of the other stuff and maybe some of this stuff that I've spoken about on this episode um, to celebrate the 50th episode. Yeah, I can't believe it either. Um, so it's bit.ly forward slash BPSP50. That's bit.ly forward slash BPSP50. If you go to that address, there's a there's a video there of me having a little chat about some of the concepts that we've gone through in a little bit more detail and you'll be able to see some of the models that I maybe spoke about that you might not have been able to, uh, to visualise when I've talked about them in my funny accent. Um, so yeah, go to go to that webpage, uh, bit.ly forward slash BPSP50. So it's Business Problem Solved Podcast 50. And, uh, and you'll get to see that video there. But as always... Thank you so, so much for your support, for your questions, for keeping listening. Um, we've, we've nearly achieved a thousand um, subscribers in this short period of time. Uh, it's been, the podcast has been downloaded over in over a hundred different countries. And when I set off um, just less than a year ago, I never uh, anticipated um, getting to this, this level as quick as, as we have done. So I just wanted to say, Thank you so much for, for, for everything and uh, keep your questions, keep your comments um, coming in. It's, uh, it's that that motivates me to, uh, to keep doing more and more episodes and I hope to be able to, in, um, in 50 episodes time, do another recap and with something even bigger and even better. There's exciting, exciting plans ahead uh, with some exciting guests to come. So thank you very much. Have yourselves an amazing day, whatever it is you're doing. And, uh, and have fun and chat soon. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, Saying you know how to do it is not doing it.